I have let my pride around not apologizing in relationships that were extremely meaningful to me, like extremely meaningful where I was like, I was very like, um, factually like, like clear that I was, that I was, that I was right. You know, it was, it was very obvious that I was right. You know, even in those situations, you know, when the relationships deteriorated to the point where like, I no longer speak to those people, those people are no longer in my life. I regret Mm. that all the time. So I approach every conversation with the scale on how would I feel if I never spoke to this person again, if like Mm -hmm. me and this person's relationship deteriorated based on my behavior. And I think that that scale has told me like time and time again, that sometimes you just got to back the fuck off. You know, sometimes like you got to push that barrier. Sometimes you got to hold your ground, but I would say most of the time. It's a red flag. Going to space. That's the kind of shit that I would want to have on my list. And I'm willing to, take some amount of risk to my life to say that that's part of the shit that I did. Cause I feel like everything carries some level of risk with it. You know, like getting on a plane to travel to a country. So getting on the highway or planes are planes are are shockingly fucking safe, but cars is the cars is the 100% thing that I think is extremely dangerous overall that we've just come to accept the danger. Like if, if you're a listener and you're below the age of 25, the most likely way for you to die isn't a car mm. oh jeez don't hey, hey see what i'm saying but hey, if you listen to this shit in the car an- slow down whole ass anxiety attack <laughs> we'll pull over because he's right we'll pull he's about over. to die <laughs> wait till traffic dies down i don't and know like, like, the way like the airline the airline industry operates is so efficient and i know it feels like the end of the world when like because i've lost luggage in there and that i was coming back to georgia trust them. Yeah, it made me not trust like him either. But lose my luggage, but y'all expect me to y'all to get me through twenty thousand feet in the air, like exactly. But if you look at like but the they percentage, got you through that twenty thousand feet in the air, right? But even but, but even I with mean, the luggage, right? Even with the luggage, right? The amount of lu- pieces of luggage they move versus the amount of pieces of luggage they they like lose? actually like transport, yeah, is infinitesimal. They do it like that. Yeah, it, but like, I'm like, it only take one plane. The airline industry is is amazing. It's a fucking miracle. Like it's a fucking miracle of like ingenuity. Like shout out to shout out to all the engineers, man. Shout out to y'all. At, uh, which do do we have a preferred airline that we like? Because I don't want to shout out ones. Because I'm not shouting Delta, out the bitch. One that no. Delta, the I, see, Delta, the nah, preferred airline. Boy, the red flag. No, like because they they the ones that uh, that fucked over old girl from Abbott Elementary. So I don't fuck with Delta no more. Just be kinder. Just be nicer. Because you just never ever know. Anyway, I just bought my my ticket on American Airlines and we'll be flying now. Thank you. So I'm just gonna be honest with you, man. The best flight in flight experience I've ever had was Alaskan Airlines. Like I'm not even gonna okay, hold you. Alaska Airlines. Like, that shit was that shit like was that. immaculate. Double A. They don't fly nowhere, but you know. Yeah, yeah but to Alaska. Why was he going to Alaska? Where were you going, <laughs> nigga? I wanted to go to Alaska. <laughs> so, like, Did you actually you went to Alaska? Yeah. What were you doing up there? visiting just like on tour shit what, what, what was up there yeah like it was like a it was a trip like i like i wasn't going to see nobody drop, i went, to, fuck, went like, to alaska just to go to alaska it's what's even over there is I it mean, just fishing dogs is aurora borealis what's up yes all of that all that's of what that. i went to see fishing dogs it's a secret. And he don't want to tell us what's in what's in alaska it's some white secret bitches, government shit white uh, bitches are in alaska. this nigga say it's a secret what's in alaska uh, <laughs> nobody's ever seen it nobody's ever seen what's up there he's like think That's about it think think about it man think about it. have you really ever know anybody that's been to alaska other than just, sarah palin my just, brothers i haven't except you and cuba Gooding jr yeah that's, that's all just i know yeah. that shit's a myth bro she said it's next to russia bro that doesn't even nigga, fucking i can make see sense. russia from my backyard nigga that sound I made too up want to go to alaska so i can see russia from the coast oh at- to jump back real quick and then about the dangers between going into space versus mm-hmm. deep sea diving so this is like a pseudo analogy right or just an analogy <laughs> Or a metaphor? No, not a metaphor. Mm, simile could a be a simile. Mm, no, 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 not even Antiphrasis. that. Just whatever it is, Alvin. I mean, hey, if you guys speech. hear it, I don't give it to me. Um, <laughs> one of my one of my best friends. I remember she did like a study abroad thing in Spain. He had the option between skydiving or running with the bulls. Okay, deathly afraid of skydiving. He was like, Nah, I ain't doing that shit. I'm gonna go run with the bulls. And me, I'm thinking, nigga, is you crazy? Skydiving mm. is way safer than running with the bulls, but less scary. In Spain, I mean, the other way around. Okay, yeah, I agree. 
Logically, I agree. Did anything happen to him? Nigga, lo and behold, better believe he came back with a story. Mm. Because that would be the time when, like, one of the disasters of running, when running with the Bulls goes wrong. Right. The Bulls fucking nutted the fuck up. It was going wild. It was like, the shit was on the news. Like, it was a big ass, (laughs) like, stampede. (laughs) Like, like, motherfuckers (laughs) was falling. Like, they got to, like, the end. The Bulls was in the crowd. The people got to the end place. The gate wouldn't open. And niggas was just like, it was like World War Z type shit when like you see like this mass crowd of people, like, people like, they, they, they all started like climbing on top of each other. Piling up. And bro, like this nigga said this nigga. It was not that shit. Fuck it. It's, it's fucked up. I gotta fuck this with you, but that nigga said this nigga said this nigga said, bro. He was like, man, dog, I fucked around and got caught up in like this the pile up. And I remember like there was there was this one white girl that was grabbing onto my legs. And he said he kicked it off. It just got damn scared up. I can't save you all, bitch. <laughs> kicked her in the forehead. Can't save Get off of me. Man. You can't save everybody. That's true. That's I gotta real. look out for me. I gotta look out for you me. Look down, look, look down. Some of them it, niggas got to go to sleep for good, man. Fuck God! Yeah, exactly. Bienvenidos. We're not all oh, going to make it, man. It's just, it's just... No, it's not. It's not. Cold heart facts of life type shit. That's, yeah. Niggas die every day. Well, look. Welcome, everybody, to Waving the Red Flag, the number one uh, dating, bull riding, and uh, survival of the fittest podcast in the universe. It's your boy, Eddie. It's Alvin. It's Josh. Let's get into some, some topics. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Speaking of a uh, carnivorous animal, are bulls carnivorous? Or not, not just do they eat meat? No, they're vegetarians, no, 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 aren't they? they? Yeah, they they're vegetarians. Oh damn, they seem kind of alpha. Vegans, you know. What it's, I'm it's it's sex competition, right? Because it's like you know okay. they they get big and it's like gorillas, right? They get big and strong to like fight other men off the women, not to fight prey. Right. So they they real strong, but just for the members of their own species, because really they yeah. mostly just eat like berries and salad and stuff. Mm-hmm. Like like gorillas are the, are the, like quintessential example. They are almost entirely um, um, herbivores, but they have like huge like fangs. But that's for um, male male competition. Yeah, mm. kinky, but homoerotic, very nice. Them niggas is swole as fuck. Like some of the Massive. biggest mammals or animals, muscular definition are herbivores. Crazy, yeah, man. And they keep telling you you need all that protein to be a bodybuilder, but you know what I'm saying? Look at these gorillas and stuff. Uh, that's not true. Humans do need protein, but you know, we're, we're, we're different. We are a different animal. <laughs> this, nigga up, this nigga immediately rolled it. Back. Right. No, because Josh was agreeing with the shit. No, immediately, no, no, I was agree- I was agreeing with your original sentiment that in terms of bodybuilding, muscle bulk, mass, yeah, we don't need all that protein to actually get that effect. In, no, like, but we do though. And shit. You can get you can get you, the way that we you can get pro, you can get protein from plants. Exactly. I mean, you no, can, I mean, but it's more it's more difficult and complex. You're right. You're right. It's not the, the it's reason not we it's not efficient. Like, yeah, at like all. the reason yeah. like chimpanzees and all them shit can do it without that stuff is because they have a different metabolism a different that allows them. They have yeah, a different they can produce amino can, acids that we can't produce. That's why we they can break down cellulose eat. and we can't. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. We don't we don't break down cellulose. We pass it. It's fiber. They're a smart guy. <laughs> smart guys. Smart guys. Nah, I mean, well, you know, that was that, that's real shit though, because like we don't need as much. We don't need it as much as it's pushed. Like there are other ways around it. Like yeah, as far as like the I'm just speaking strictly mm-hmm. off of like just meat shit. I'm not even. I'm far from a damn vegetarian or pescatarian. You're trying or to go vegan? Trying to get hell no. Nah. Not in this life. I don't know. I, I don't can know. see you going vegan easy. I could ease. I could definitely see like you it would know. fit with your vibe, with your vibes, nigga mentality. You exactly. know what I'm saying? Me? I don't know, bro. You just gotta get date one Erica Badu type chick, and I feel like you definitely would go vegan. Nah, nah, because that should get on my damn nerves, bro. Like you, have y'all ever dated like a vegan woman? 
and you're not yeah. vegan, you know how difficult that shit is to be around them when you just hungry, you just yeah. need some shit, and it ain't like yeah. ain't you know. Sorry for you vegans yeah. out there. Like I don't no shade to you. I get it though. I I've said it before. I understand where they're coming from, but I, I don't think it's a morally defensible like. I and I it. will also say right. that like I will also say that Josh is 100% accurate that the average person especially the average american mostly the, the west overall but it's 100% like worse in america we eat too much meat. Oh, we yeah. do. Yeah, we eat way too much meat. Like I, I'll trash. never go Yeah, I'll never go vegan, but I definitely um have cut my meat intake and I noticed that it's it's made a difference. <laughs> and some of that could be placebo, but I do feel better. Yeah, I, I mean I that's not I how go, you do science at all like yeah, I go I go two two meatless days and I'm like, oh shit, man, I feel, you know Meatless Mondays better. and uh I do Monday and Wednesday. Oh, tuna Tuesdays. Okay. All I was getting at is just that like we can't do what like rhinos and like Gorillas. We can't do what gorillas, gorillas do. do. Like we can't do what they do in turn like we need we, we're we're closer to like like we do not we need meat, but we need either meat or shit that is like a more complicated combination of proteins to have like complete protein. Like our body, our body is made. Like, yeah, yeah. Our body is made to get meat as a source. Like that's that's why we don't have the gut fauna to mm. the gut fauna or the enzymes like word. to fauna. metabolize cellulose. Right. That's why we don't have that. Like our yeah. body in in current modern atomically evolutionary state, like is designed to process like easy, like less complex shit. You know what I'm saying? Like like meat meat works for us a lot better. So mm. we don't need it, but like that shit makes it easier. Like it's metabolically like better than say yeah, like, like something that's cellulose rich. Like, to to do like vegan bodybuilding shit, you have to like like you need like technological cuisine. You need shit where they've taken vegetables and pulled all the protein amino acids out of it and shit and synthesized it into something that can meet the same needs as meat. And I'm not saying that's a bad thing, but it's just it's just different shit. But yeah, yeah. yeah I mean, I understand I understand why vegans are are annoying. Um I'm not going, but you're right. It is, it's, it's fucking, it's a lot, but I get it. Yeah. yeah. I don't but know. I, I would just like it to say. It makes sense, man. It makes sense. Like it makes say, sense. AB, like, I understand where they're coming from, but. AB, I love it when you talk dirty. Gut fauna. Gut fauna. Yeah. Give me that gut fauna. That microbial. Mm-hmm. Get all yeah. up in them guts with the fauna and the flora. fauna. Jesus. That sound like, that sound like another word for pussy. Like, throw that fauna Ooh, I wasn't even going don't that it? way with it. I wasn't even going but that don't direction it? with it. It could be shit. It could yeah. If if yeah yeah, I can That's see that. I can see that. Yeah, give me that girl. I'm a oh, nigga. I was all up in her gut fauna. She had that time, fat man. fauna. Goddamn. Ooh, that fat fauna. Mm. Feasting on that fauna. That's what I was Ooh. doing. Aqua Fiji fauna. That's mm-hmm. good. I like that. Mm. Did y'all see that that video about uh, the the chef who is who banned vegans from his uh, from his restaurant? done with vegans i'm absolutely done 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 with vegans celebrity chef john mountain says vegans are no longer welcome at his fire restaurant the controversial ban came after a disgruntled diner made a complaint about the lack of vegan options on the menu charged 32 dollars for vegetables he accepted the complaint not the personal attack. It's my shortcoming of a chef and I'm not quite good enough. Chef Mountain making the snap decision. Sadly, all vegans are now banned from fire for mental health reasons. We thank you for your understanding. Go find another kebab shop somewhere that's happy to give you that plastic rubbish that you enjoy to eat so much. Go and enjoy your life somewhere else. I've worked for some of the best chefs in the world and to be told that you're not good enough, by some sort of influencer type vegan person that I'm not into the 2023s killed me. Vegans were coming in, complaining about his lack of options, calling him like a shitty chef that he wasn't good at his job. And he said that that hurt his feelings. So he banned, he banned vegans for his own mental health because he's worked in all the best. And to me, I think that's pussy on his part. Yeah. I think it's actually quite pussy. Yeah. I will say it's one of those things where it's, two things can be wrong at the same time. So like, mm. I do think that the chef was, I think, I think he was being melodramatic. You know what I mean? I think, I think he was, I think he was being Definitely on some snowflake shit. Yeah. I think he was being a snowflake um, to put it, to put it mildly. So I think the chef is wrong. However, I do think that people are well within their right in their establishment to serve the kind of cuisine they want. And if they don't serve sure. the kind of cuisine you want, then just go to a don't fucking go to vegan it. establishment. Go to no, it. no, yeah, I, I agree. So with I, that. so I do, I do think, I do think that the the chef is wrong, but I also think that people are getting into this like thing where it's like I have to be able to accommodate 
um, every single palette with my specific subset of my restaurant. And I think that's also Snowflake shit. AKA entitlement. Yeah. But I, okay. Pushback. Okay. First of all, for the, for the chef being wrong thing, I think what I don't like is when people act like you need like animal product in order to make good food. And in True. 2023, if as a you, chef, you think that you're a bad chef, like if you don't know chef. how to create, if you don't know how to use salt and fat and oils and protein to create delicious dishes that don't require animal products, you you have an incomplete training. I think you're like, correct, Eddie. And we don't and we don't agree on food shit. This is the first time yeah. we've agreed on food shit ever. That's true. We that, that is actually a fact. Like we that's probably our one of our strongest areas of disagreements. But Josh, I think just called a technical foul on the play. So what? I can I I don't necessarily agree with that take um, because there are plenty of chefs who love enjoy meat cooking with meat and they are damn good at it and if they don't want to do vegan style food or if they don't ex- have experimented so much with vegan style food doesn't make them a bad chef that's all that's Actually, all I, I say with that I think I think I, I think agree with Josh but I, I agree with Eddie part. Yeah. Part of what he was well, saying in that video was him being like, oh, if you're if you want vegan, like because okay, there was a tone, and maybe you didn't see this section of the video, but at the end where he was like, We don't have that that like plastic shit. And so it seemed that he didn't even have a comprehension of how a person would go about making good vegan food. He seemed to be coming from the place of I don't serve bad food and vegan food is bad food. And that I think can only yeah. come from a chef who doesn't know what the fuck they're talking about. Like, or like, you don't yeah, know how to yeah. cook if you think that. It'd be like if someone said, that. hey, do you have sushi at this steakhouse? And they said, oh, this is a steakhouse. We don't serve sushi. We serve real food. You're a dumb chef if you say some shit like that. You don't have to serve His sushi, ego but to not so understand what... Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Speaking from, yeah. her ego, from a hurt-ass ego. Like, yeah. But I was going to say, so one of the things that like strengthens, I think, Eddie's argument, I remember watching a very specific episode of Beat Bobby Flay. And, you know, mm-hmm. they do their competition amongst, you know, the two the two outside chefs and then whoever wins comes on and they have to beat Bobby Flay. But they pick the dish. So this one chef mm-hmm. picked a dish and they were talking to Bobby Flay about it. And he was like, man, I ain't never made this shit in my life. He was like, mm-hmm. I ain't never even had it. He was like, I'm, ve- I'm he's like, I'm a studied chef. So I'm vaguely familiar with the flavor profile so I can mm-hmm. put the flavors together that I know will equal what I've been told this should taste like. Mm-hmm. And this nigga won. This nigga won. This nigga said he had no. This nigga just was like, I, I'm vaguely aware of, to do, yeah. of the flavor profile. I put together some shit. So I ain't never had and it equal. And to Josh's point, like Bobby Flay's like background is like Southwest cuisine. Like that's like how he made his name mm. or whatever. So like when they don't put something in his wheelhouse, it was like some Italian shit. He was like, man, I ain't never had this shit before ever. But like I'm gonna give it a shot because I read somewhere that this is what it's supposed to taste like. So I think that there's a validity to what both of you are saying because there are definitely trained world-renowned chefs that don't do certain things but i also think that there's a certain level of familiarity with how flavors go together to make stuff taste appealing yeah. that somebody who claims to be a world-renowned chef should have like they may not yeah. be able to make the exactly. world's greatest vegan food they may not be like top tier vegan food but if you're a world-renowned chef you should be able to put together a flavor palette that makes this palatable even if it's not top tier and part of being a chef is not just like if you're a head chef you're not a line cook if you're a head chef part of what you do is menu design you figure out what's in demand in your little cool neighborhood or your little city and you create dishes you create courses when when you're a head chef you're not just a cook you're a designer of a restaurant experience and so you should be able to go okay cool we want to add because we know the people around here are vegan we need to be able to create a vegan dish what is the chemistry, cuisine, history, like cuisine, like styles that we want to bring in to create that dish? That's your job. You're a creative but, director of a restaurant. But you're also well within your right to say, like, I don't want to oh, I don't no. want to do yeah, a yeah, vegan yeah. restaurant. Yeah. So therefore, yes. I don't have anything vegan yes. on my menu. Like you're well yes, within your right to do that shit. That's totally one, yeah. that's 100 percent. You have that right. You have yeah. that right. Yeah, we it's don't do nothing wrong with that. Yeah, we don't do no that substitutions. Shit here. You can't have some shit without butter. The menu is what the fuck the menu is. Go somewhere else. Go somewhere else. We don't do that here. Cool. That's I think that's relatively I don't, fair. I don't go to I don't go to Applebee's and expect them to bring me out red lobster cheddar bay biscuits. You know what I'm saying? Like it's it's like I go to I go to red lobster when I want cheddar bay biscuits. You but know, now we got to get into the question of the, the, the political and moral aspect of veganism. Right. This isn't like just a I like fair. chocolate. It's like you're saying fair. 
Yeah. We okay. want to see restaurants show responsibility for the ethics and the politics of what we view in the world. And every restaurant needs to accommodate that. Like you can't go to a restaurant and be like, y'all niggas don't have a wheelchair ramp. Yeah. Well, nigga, this is a walk-in restaurant, motherfucker. It's a walk-in. So you better wheel the fuck out. We don't do that around here. And, and I realize, Josh, it probably sounds like I'm making like kind of a low-key crazy argument. But I I'm feel trying like, to figure. I'm, I'm, yeah. the, my immediate thing was like, what are the politics and what are the ethics that the vegans want enforced across okay, okay. the board in the restaurants. Like what does what is that? What does that look like? <clears throat> I think it's two I think the the two main things that I think of as being the most like compelling arguments that they make are one, it's just a straight like you're eating sentient beings. You know what I mean? Or or even if the if you want to go like more low hanging fruit, you're contributing to like factory farming, which results in lots of animal suffering. So that's or that's even, the one. So it's basically just animal suffering. So and and again, I'm a meat eater. I'm never going to stop being a meat eater. Just just being frank, I do think Same, that like I'm going to I'm going to like I said. So I'm going so I'm going to say never. I will tasty. say that there are tasty friends. I'm yeah, not. I will say that I I make my stance by again for for health and also for environmental reasons on dialing back because I do think there's a way to responsibly do it. Yes. Um, but that but that's what I was going to kick out. Like mass cattle farming, for example, is awful for awful. the environment. Mass cattle farming in 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 sub-Saharan Africa and in South South America has been catastrophically destructive for those envir- environments. Like slash and burn agriculture to make way for cattle in Brazil has made aspects of the rainforest like it's it's just never it's never going to come back. Like it's never going to come back. Like we've just lost it. Um. So I do think there is a moral argument for having those options that I wasn't considering before. So I thank you for bringing that up, Eddie. What I will say is that I also. I do draw a line between having it being compared to disabilities because it's, it's yeah, I mean, it's not the choice. same. I, I didn't, know. I knew, yeah, I, didn't, I knew it wasn't going to be the same. When I, I, didn't, I, said I, didn't, that I didn't, shit I didn't make an active choice, you know, for, for my disabilities. not be able to walk. But, yeah. But, I, yeah. but I do I think you have a moral argument. People out there that was like, hell yeah, fuck yeah. You tell them it is like a disability though. I mean, Anyway. But you're but you're Just, but you're ultimately you know, right. But you're ultimately, I, I think your, it's your core point is right. Stronger than a disability yeah. because it's like you're you're making a moral. You're, you're choosing it as a moral stance. <laughs> a wheelchair nigga. nigga t- well, he was double. born this way. He don't have no choice. <laughs> nigga, cut, cut that out, man. Like cut that, bro. Cut no. that out. We don't. No, cut that one out, what? bro. Like no, let's redo on. that one. What? Let's 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 pause this segment. Start back from a reasonable <laughs> aspect and then continue the conversation because that was wild all of that. as fuck. And let, and let, that okay, was wild as fuck. Let me see. What the, I want. I want to do this. Apologizing if you're not wrong. Tweet. Do y'all apologize even if you don't feel like you did anything wrong? Old girl responds and says, "I don't have to agree with someone else's perspective to validate the fact that I could have harmed them in some way. Apologies aren't admissions of guilt. If you had no ill intentions, there's nothing wrong with apologizing." Honestly, that's one reason why I'm thankful that I'm not uh, young anymore. Okay. Because like, if you get to a certain point, you just realize like, it's just certain dumbass shit that. Let me not judge. It was such a judgmental tone. Man, but, fuck it, bro. <laughs> I mean, but it's just like, but just like, because yeah. like you, you reach a certain level of maturity, and age does isn't always a factor in that. Granted, because there's hella niggas that's my age and older that don't even get that get what she just said, which is such a profound and true statement. But yes, like if if for me, for me, if I have not been technically in the wrong. For like an for an action or something, mm. and but it might have hurt somebody because of the way that they took it, which technically ain't my problem. I can't like you took it this way, but I will apologize for making you feel a certain type of way. If like when we like actually like have a conversation and talk it out, because it's like well, and if I explain my side, you explain your side, you explain why this hurt you, and then we dig deeper into like okay, we ask like why why you know we we mm. dig deeper into it it's like okay like, well the thing that you got upset at me about actually wasn't wasn't really about that it was about something else and i can apologize just for making you feel a certain type of way but it's also like a thing of both of us provide a space with each other where we're heard respected mm. and our feelings are honored at the end of the day and i feel like that part takes a lot of maturity to get to and granted once again like you know your simple age isn't always the defining factor in maturity. So that's what I've come from with that. So you feel like in general, young people are kind of more stuck in this, like 
I'm not apologizing. I didn't do anything wrong. Type of space. Uh, I might have come across too hard. I might have come across too harsh with it uh, at first because like it's plenty of intelligent young, emotionally intelligent young people. Of course. You know what I mean? And they know more than us. Mm -hmm. But there's also like a certain factors where you can tell somebody's young Mm. from how they act and just kind of do shit and interact with other people. You know. Yeah. Um. But ultimately. I think I think it just comes with like a certain level of you know maturity and just kind of like in a sense wisdom. Once again, age isn't always a defining factor. Might have come off come off a little too spicy with the with the with the young folk criticism. It's old ass. <laughs> I'm not getting <laughs> ageism. He's trying to fight the ageism allegations no. early. <laughs> I don't even think you can get canceled for that one. Don't even worry, bro. No, I'm not worried about being canceled. I'm not just yet. like then oh, again. I'm 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 just no, I know. I'm I know. you just caring like a genuine. Niggas, I'm not joking. Goddamn. But I'm just saying. I feel this way about, you know, so I'm going to yes. correct myself. That's how, yes, I like that. I mean, you, you live in by exactly what you just uh, talked about. So. I, I will say that I have let my pride around not apologizing in relationships that were extremely meaningful to me, like extremely mm-hmm. meaningful, where I was like, I was very like, um, factually like clear that I was yeah. that I was that I was right you know it was it was very obvious that I was right you know there were other people involved that could say like okay you know you're not on you're not you know it was it was very easy to say and I would say that even in those situations you know when the relationships deteriorated to the point where like I no longer speak to those people those people are no longer in my life I mm. regret that all the time so I take those experiences and I approach every conversation with the scale on how would I feel if I never spoke to this person again, like how would, how would it be if like mm-hmm. me and this person's relationship deteriorated based on my behavior in this moment and what spiral out of this, you know, led to me like never talking to them again. And I weigh that scale um, quite often. It's very hard to do it in the moment, but like, especially like via text, it's, it's pretty easy, you know, after some practice. And I think that that scale has told me like time and time again that sometimes you just got to back the fuck off. You know, sometimes like you got to push that barrier. Sometimes you got to hold your ground. But I would say most of the time, if you're dealing with somebody that you care about, somebody that you really like value, that you really have to temper how you approach things. And I think a good bare minimum example of tempering those situations so that you can continue to have productive, meaningful conversations and keep those people in your lives is being able to say, you know, I'm sorry. This isn't always the easiest thing either, but I think at minimum you can say, Hey man, I'm sorry for how I'm making you feel right now. I'm sorry for how I came across. Like that wasn't my intention. I think that's bare minimum floor level shit that you can do to help maintain your relationships. And I'm saying that as a person who has lived on the opposite side of that shit, and like held my ground and we're like, no, I ain't, I ain't doing that shit, whatever. And it's, it's been, I would say largely, um, something that I regret. Yeah. I agree with that wholeheartedly. You said it better Uh, than I probably, than I did. (laughs) No, you said it, you said it, you said it very well, Josh. And I think, yeah, I I would just add it. But man, fuck all that. I'm not trying to, (laughs) I'm not trying to say I'm wrong when you wrong. Like that's, but Y'all, y'all make some good some good points there, and I think that like tempering, I think is a very good word and a concept because I agree. I've also like ended or like heavily degraded a relationship off of situations like that, and but I don't. I wouldn't say I regret it. <clears throat> I don't think I regret any of those those situations. Yeah, but I would say the tempering aspect of being like presenting this presenting this argument the situation or giving it the weight of importance based on how important the relationship is and how important this particular issue is makes a lot of sense to be like this thing ain't that big of a deal i'm not gonna make a big deal about it or i'm going to present whatever i believe is my truth in the softest way possible in order to maintain things is a thing that i've definitely learned across time and like looking to like understand that sometimes there's a factual truth and an emotional truth and being like okay yeah factually da 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 but what you're trying to get at is maybe deeper and broader than this one individual instance. And maybe for that, I do need to apologize. But that said, if I'm right at the micro and at the macro, I'm not admitting guilt for shit that I didn't do. Like, and that's, 
I don't think that's just pride. I think that that's, I don't want to make a precedent of being bullied into like viewing the relationship the way the other person, like, I feel like that's, yeah. that's participating in my own gaslighting and I'm not going to do that. Like, I'm not going to apologize mm-hmm. for some shit that you did wrong. Like, no. And if that means us ending the relationship, I'm, I'm okay with that because it means that you didn't value the truth of this situation enough to maintain it through that, through this interaction. So I'm not going to be the one who is constantly like, okay, sorry, 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 sorry. Even though I'm not, I'm not doing that. Can I ask a follow up? Can I ask a follow up? And I think, and I, and I would like to ask, yeah, I would like to ask the both of you actually, because I think you bring up something important. You, you specifically say if you're right at the micro and the macro level, how often would you say, yeah, how often would you say that that's the case? Because I would, I would imagine that being mm-hmm. right on both cent, like in, in both realms is an outlier rather than the rule for most people. But I'm, I'm just curious on like for you two, like how yeah, often would you say like, that's the case? Cause I feel I like, I feel like answer that question too. I'm you. I would say I'm usually wrong at the macro level. I would say I'm usually wrong at the macro level. I would say on the micro level, in the minutia of like the 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 answers, you know, one and you said two. I would say I'm correct on those. I would say I'm often more wrong on the macro level. But the issue of like, do I emote in a way that is whatever in this relationship generally across a thousand examples? No, you're right. I'm wrong. (laughs) I would say I could I couldn't break it down in a number. But I would say it's I am wrong in the macro and historically have been wrong in the macro enough that it is an issue that I have had to and am continuing to work on. So like it isn't it is a problem that's on me if that answers mm. it in just in a vague sense. But in terms of percentage, mm. I don't know. Yeah. yeah. Mm. And to answer that question for myself, like I have definitely been wrong on the micro level, which turned into like a macro level issue in hindsight. Oh, OK. Mm. What's that and, look um, like if you and. Uh, I've grown from this. I still growing as well. <laughs> yes, sir. One of the things, um, one of the things, like in the past relationship, was um, and I'm I'm I'm, I'm naturally petty, and I'm funneling mm. that into a better avenue. Really, I, but I'm a, I'm I can yes, I'm yes, I'm I'm petty. Mm. I can I can be petty. You have the capacity um, for petty. Yeah, I have a capacity for petty. Um, one of the things in one of my past relationships was like, I would do like this tit for tat thing. And mm. my girl at the time, she said like, everything doesn't have, just have to be like, so tit for tat. And I'm like, oh yeah, yeah, like it doesn't. But in my mind at the time, I knew, mm. I knew at the time, like, you know, I wasn't wrong, but I wasn't really grasping the full, the full picture of it. And mm. then, a, and then in that time to make actual change, immediate changes right then and there. And then like seeing the effects of that, looking back on it. I can be like, damn, yeah, okay, I've grown from that. I know I tripped, I've lived this experience. I've, you know. Yeah. Yeah. So, but she had her shit too. 83 cents. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) But she had me fucked up too. Just just so you know, Heather, it was you, you was fucking, you was fucked up too. She had her shit too, gotcha. Uh, Because I could just hit a comment. Mm, Why can't niggas just fucking learn on the spots? No, yeah, yeah, because yeah. it's because it, it's difficult. Like relationships are difficult in that way because you don't know, you don't, you can't read their mind. You don't know that they're that they have your best interest at heart. That they that they that they don't want to fuck you over or take advantage of you. And so you can you kind of build trust to assume that that is the case, but you still have to to some extent protect yourself a little bit. And so it's it's difficult to be like you know. And if you got some type of trauma, it's like every little thing that's a little bit of a slight. You're like, oh wait, are they? Are they taking advantage of me? Okay, no, no, that's a that's an outlier. They're mostly kind, cool, but then it happens twice, and it's like, oh fuck, do they really care about me? Are they willing to throw me under the bus? Do I need to tip for tat? Or or maybe I'm tripping in my head because maybe to them, what they did isn't a slight. So let me do it back to them and see how they respond to it. Oh, they don't like it, so they do they could do it to me, but I can't do it. To, and you you get into those cycles in your head, and I think that's you know that's human. That's that's regular. No fault. Yeah, in that. Not not no fault in that. No shame in that. Yeah, yeah, for sure. It's, it's, there's things that go into it. Like, you know, you got to take your ego out of it because if somebody's doing like something that you don't care for or you're experiencing like some sort of negative behavior, and I'm not saying like, because <laughs> I, can, I, can I can even hear like, I see some niggas being like, hell yeah, man. 
bitch ain't sucked my dick for the last two nights, bro, man. This motherfucker tripping shit. I'm going to be tit for tit. Like, you know, it's on some wild shit like niggas can do. <laughs> I ain't washing no dishes. Right. I ain't washing no dishes. And it's like, bro, come on. <laughs> like, you know, but um, but but if you're experiencing like a, a some sort of like negative behavior from your partner and you're not uh, communicating it, maybe you don't feel comfortable communicating. All you know is like your your maladaptive survival instincts that you've been coping, that you've that have gotten you up until this point in life. Mm, you know what I'm tried saying? Tried and true, baby. You know what I'm saying? Hey, <laughs> shit, this got me lot. through high school, you. baby. You know? yeah. <laughs> um, From day one, these these goddamn coping mechanisms been with me for real. They never um, let me so, down. But you know, it's it's. But ultimately, the whole goal, the whole thing with that is communication. But you also have to have somebody who is uh, mature and res- mature and able to communicate back, and then y'all can actually make some changes together. Y'all versus the issue versus this person is the issue type shit. Now, one thing I want to maybe distinguish there because I'm my my like overall answer to this question is no, I don't do that. I'm not interested in doing that. I will not be doing that. Mm. Um, but. I also have to open myself up to the possibility that my I don't have an objective comprehension of whether or not I am right or wrong in a given situation. I, you know, later on, I come back and find out that I was very, hey, yeah, news to me, baby. This is news to me, but I <laughs> right. found that out a couple of days ago. <laughs> Apparently, I'm not omniscient, nigga. Right. Can, can you believe that shit I did last week? Can you believe That's, I said that? I can't this, nigga said, this nigga said he found out a couple of days ago. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently, I was scrolling TikTok, and I saw some shit. They said, you don't know everything. I said, oh, shit, that might apply to me. And I, and I thought <laughs> about I you. Know. Ain't that crazy? <laughs> You're right. Um, but I don't know, bro. I don't know, bro. Because, hell, I don't, I don't... I think you might be... Uh, Underestimate over of overestimating your your stance in this area a little bit because I mean, I mean you know, I like even just one on one conversations with us, you've apologized. Because I'd be wrong. Well, some, but you also have the the willingness to admit fault for some shit, even if you might not be clear. And we we hash it yeah. out, we talk, but. You, you've apolo- you've apologized for subjective things. Yeah, right? it, yes. You, yeah, but you. only only you, to the you, extent that I have agreed. I I think <laughs> no, no. Like, I've never apologized you for shit that I didn't. Okay. You you want you one you one hundred percent apologized for things that a couldn't possibly have a clear right answer. Like it was it was okay. Can you think of an example? Shit, if, assuming go, that it's I, appropriate for public. My nigga, if I go scroll for like a couple seconds, I can probably find one. But I'm just saying, like. I'm I know for, I know. Right, I'm just saying. I know for. I know for. The, a fact. Did I ask a weird question? <laughs> What's going on right now? Was that a nigga, weird I question to ask? Nigga, I didn't. I didn't think we was getting into real specifics on this. I think we 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 was all keeping it pretty high level. Um, okay. We but I'm just saying. I was like, you know, shit. But I'm just saying. I'm just saying. A lot, like, there's, there's. I wouldn't say a lot, but there are definitely examples where, with me specifically, because, you know, your conversations with Josh, your conversations with Josh, but with me specifically, you 100% apologized for things that were 100% subjective, meaning, like, there there was no way you could easily say, like, either of us was right or wrong. It was kind of just like, yeah, my bad for how I was coming off or some shit. Like, like that, and, like, I've I've done the same. Like, I feel like, I feel like, I feel like Josh is correct. I feel like you're underestimating your capacity to do this based on the fact that we have probably both experienced you doing this. I think that I you think just didn't also, you just didn't conceptualize it as that's that's what you were doing. Maybe, but but I also and this is this is a point that I was gonna make earlier is that one maybe I need to dial back the goddamn apologies because it sounds like I'm giving goddamn <laughs> this free candy away on these niggas. This <laughs> nigga's a real Lex Luthor. What? Maybe I just need to stop saying stop apologizing. Okay, we need to rain my, these motherfucking my rashes my back. Y'all niggas getting greedy. Valuable, <laughs> right? You see uh, my field of fucks. Quote, it is barren. <laughs> Uh-uh. I look at the inside of this bag. What the fuck? <laughs> giving Not it to you. one single fuck found. snatchers. Nope. Um, but what I was going to say is that I think there's a difference between, like, sometimes the word, in my view, the word sorry doesn't indicate an apology. Like, there's an, mm. like when I think of apology, what it means for me is guilt. And I do apologize when I come to the understanding that I was wrong for what I did in a given situation. This was my fault. It was my responsibility. I should have known better. I now know better. I should not have done that. I will not do it again. Or depending on the situation, I'll attempt to not do it again. That's what an apology is to me. That's what I look for in an apology from other people. Me saying like, I'm sorry I made you feel that way or my fault, like 
it, it came across wrong is not necessarily an apology. It's more like it's it's an admission that my intention was not to harm, which is a different thing. This nigga has completely compartmentalized his apology department. Right? This nigga's a true. <laughs> this nigga's a true. <laughs> this nigga's a true Insane. psychopath. Bro, I was a really about to let it go because I'm like, nigga, that's the same shit. But hey, if that's this how nigga, you make it make sense in your mind, cool. it's not the same. Whatever. This nigga, this wait, nigga, hold bro, on. it's not though. This nigga has changed. This nigga was like, I, I'm not apologizing just because I said I'm sorry. When I apologize, I say indubitably. I was 100 in the wrong, and I would like to give apologies for my wrongdoing. Nigga, there's a word for what you just described. It's called sorry, nigga. Like, all you no, just no, described was saying sorry. No, no, wait, wait, wait. Hold on. Maybe I got what I'm saying backwards. I'm saying if I say all that, that is an apology. But if I just go, hey, look, I wasn't I wasn't looking to harm you, that's not an apology. That's me admitting that I yes. harmed you. That's not me. That's not an, an apology but, is I shouldn't have done what I did. Okay, no, okay. No, bro, bro. Like, okay, go what? back to the original. Go, go back to the original. Go back to the original tweet. When the old girl responded on that, like an apology isn't necessarily an omission of guilt, but it's mm-hmm. an acknowledgement oh, what I'm you're disagreeing saying. Disagreeing with the premise, I'm disagreeing with the premise, or I'm okay, saying that I think okay. that there's levels of what the premise of apology is in a conversation, and I, I think sometimes going like, "Hey, I didn't seek to harm you. I want to reassure you that my intentions and my goals here are to make sure that you're okay and that you're good." But bitch, I didn't do shit wrong. That's an so apology. You know. That's an apology, my nigga. That's not it's an, just an apology. apology for something different. It's a it's an apology for something different. Different. Okay, okay. Your okay. apology. That's okay. what I was saying. <laughs> yeah. Like, like, okay, like, okay. If well, I then, didn't do well, shit, like I'll. What you're describing, like that's what I was saying. I, yeah. Also, I was just trying to ask nuances of the conversation. This is not me shitting on anybody's answer. So I don't know. No, why no, not at all. Like, not at all. The I real thing that, that I would say, like semantically, is just so that we don't get into the like. I'm happy to just say there's different kinds of apologies, and and I have different views on how each of them should be administered. So if even, we want to say that all of that is apologies, I'm yeah. saying that there's there's different subcategories within this that have very different meanings and applications. I think that this is actually one of those times where we're actually pretty all fairly fucking aligned. I think the Venn I diagram, think so, yeah. I think the Venn diagram is pretty close to a circle here. Like I think you're a little bit on the outside of me, of me and Josh, but I don't even think I don't even think the disclaimer there is is necessary. I think we're all no, and it's not even a disclaimer. Very, I'm just saying very, I'm, I'm like yeah, like we're very close to the same stance, I feel like. Other than you not knowing what an apology is, which is crazy. All right. I'm just fucking with you. I'm just fucking with there's, you. My fault. My, yeah, I'm, no, I'm, I'm, star, I'm sorry if I if I said sorry. something that may have that may we're have come across sorry. the wrong right, way. Cool. It was not my I intention. Apologize to that motherfucker though. <laughs> no, I'm not I'm not wrong. I'm not wrong. I'm not wrong, but I do want to I'm sorry, apologize. it'll never happen again, but I apologize again. <laughs> I'm not wrong, but I do want to apologize for how that may have come across no, because, and how that made because I've said I've been in arguments with the you know with the significant other and been like, look, I understand that that this might have upset you, blah blah blah. I, my intention isn't to harm you, but my stance on this particular issue remains unchanged. I'm not taking back what I did previously, and I'd like to have a conversation about how we can move forward. That's not a, that's like I, I think it's 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 a very distinct thing from I fucked up. I'm not doing that again. Like those are different kinds of things, and I'm I'm not saying that that makes any disagreement here, but I think mm-hmm. it's worth distinguishing those kinds of situations. I think both are necessary in order to have like a functional relationship. But sometimes and I think, think, think I don't want to harm you, but I'm I'm standing on second. I think okay. both yeah, are apologies. I think I think you're right. I think you're right that there. I think I think you're right that there's nuance there. There's 100 nuance there. I think they're very they're very much distinctive. Yeah. But I think they're both apologies. I just think we need to have a a wider lens when we view what an apology is. So I think that's I, fair. And but I, I think you're right, ultimately. That part of the reason that I'm making that distinction is because the first kind of apology doesn't have anything to do with whether or not I'm wrong. So like, the, I think the premise of the initial mm. question is, would you apologize when you're wrong implies that there's a relationship between wrongness and apology. And what I'm saying is there is a type of apology where my wrongness is central to the apology. And there's another kind of apology where it doesn't matter whether or not I'm wrong. I don't want to harm you and I want to make sure you're okay. But I'm, I'm sticking by whatever the fuck I said or did or whatever. So in that situation, it don't matter if I'm wrong or not. I harmed you or, some, or, or, or you were harmed even if it didn't have anything to do with me. I, you know, it's like it's like if I say I'm, you know, sorry for your loss because your grandma died in a bus accident or whatever the fuck. I'm, I'm not apologizing. Or maybe you could say that I am. It's like it's just it's compassion being given. That's all. There. Venn diagrams. All right. Last one. What we got? Ooh. Black people hygiene Olympics. Ooh, boy. 
I don't want to do this one, man. I, I, no, I, I okay, feel, all right, we ain't got time. Yeah. <laughs> wait, why? Because I, 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 I already know some shit based on our food talks. Eddie going to say some shit, and I'm going to be apologizing yeah. after <laughs> Oh, okay. Shit. Yo, let's, what I wrote. I, let's go. Because I already know where Alvin's going to be because I, I, this is very much like part and parcel with the like seasoning. It is the same. It is the same conversation. It is the same fucking conversation. And we can go. If that you don't want the last, smoke, we can move on, but if you're ready, I'm... I'll talk about anything, bro. Like $200 dates, man. Fucking anything. <laughs> we can skip that one. Dude, but not let's that one. Okay, let's, fair. Let's talk about fair. Jonathan Majors. <laughs> yeah, let's talk about what the fuck ever other than this fucking... Hilarious. <laughs> you want to do that, we'll do the other one you don't want to do. All Hilarious. Right. Okay. Kidnapping my baby. Am I the asshole for kidnapping my baby? Causing my husband to have a panic attack. I, 29 female, recently started working again after having my daughter four months. Daycare is too expensive, so my husband, 35 male, reluctantly agreed to stay home. It's important to know that he's been unemployed since 2021. He receives benefits. It's also important to know that he's extremely lazy. He doesn't cook, clean, or help out in any way. I, I was love nervous that you just about... threw out the impartial shit entirely. <laughs> One thing about mind him, you, this nigga's lazy as fuck. <laughs> right. Mind you, before I... Because what I have sounds bad. But mind you, this nigga... Um, I was nervous about leaving her home with her father, but I had no choice. When I came back from work, she was clean and sleeping. The next few times I came, he was either playing with her, feeding her, or out for a walk with her. I was happy. A few days ago, my neighbor told me that as soon as I leave the babies, as soon as I leave, the baby cries and she cries for hours. My neighbor said that she knocked on our door and he finally answered it. He was sleeping. I concluded that he sleeps all day and and I was right. Before before I come home, he pretends to care for her. I decided to take the day off for work. I left home at my regular time, waited 30 minutes, and then went home. Sure enough, he was knocked out sleep with his stupid noise-canceling headphones on. I went to my daughter's room, scooped her up, and took her to my friend's house. I waited about two hours, and I finally called him to tell him that I was coming home early. He called me back saying that he can't find the baby. He told me that he was going to call the police but before he had um but before he um before he did I told him what I had done. He called me an asshole and a lot of other words too. When I get home when I get home his mother was there calming his nerves because he was in a panic attack. She also called me an asshole. My husband decided to sleep at her house. Family members are telling me that I'm a terrible person. I know that it was extreme, but I don't know if I would consider myself to be an asshole. That's funny as hell. <laughs> Maybe I lost the baby. Lost oh, the did baby. you now? <laughs> you don't say. Well, where did you last leave it? <laughs> it was in the crib last I checked. Well, did you check underneath? The, she she walking him through to try to find the baby. She got the baby in her hand. It's like a fucking, psychopathic shit. It's like a fucking episode of Modern Family. It's like some sitcom shit. It's like that something is a whoop doop 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 yeah, kind of situation. A, a Roseanne episode or some <laughs> shit. I don't know. Like. <laughs> just Roseanne. I um, lost the baby. <laughs> what do I do? <laughs> what are we thinking? I, uh, I, I don't. Uh, I think that I think she's an asshole here, but I think he's more of one. But I think it's a weird thing to like do a fake kidnap. Like I think that's actually some really fucking weird behavior. I think that in a situation like this, what you do is you say, "Hey, look." I caught you doing this and you see what the guy says. And based on that, you file for divorce. I think doing a fake kidnapping is. Immediately? Oh, no. Oh, immediate divorce. Yeah, uh, no, not I'm, immediately well, divorce, but just on like that, depending on the answer, extreme ludicrous answer, possibly in the realm. Yeah. Of and, and you know, if there's changed behavior and blah, 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 because, but uh, because this, this behavior, I feel like from that guy to me seems very psychopathic, very lazy, very like, Daint, like it's it's low key scary, like putting on noise canceling headphones while neglectful. your daughter screams in the other ring. Very neglectful. neglectful. Mm-hmm. But I also think, like, I don't know how old they are. What did it say in the in the thing? Yeah, he, well, 20, he's thirty five. Twenty nine and thirty five. Yeah, twenty nine yeah. and thirty five. <sighs> okay, yeah, I'll, I'll toss that out. That's yeah, that's grown grown. Um, but I think responding to that situation with it because there's no purpose in that kidnapping. The only thing in that kidnapping is to make him panic. And I think it also just presents a whole bunch of danger for the child and like what's going like that situation could just go south in a lot of ways. 
very quickly, very weird. So I would have just not done it that way. So I think I think it was weird, and I think it was extreme, and I think it was bordered on a on an abusive act to do in that moment. Um, but I think that the way that he was behaving was at the macro level worse. I um, concur. <laughs> yeah, I mm. yeah. Ultimately, I would have to agree. I would say that the husband is on some weird shit or the baby daddy, whatever the fuck. I don't think they was like married, married. I don't know. Anyway. Um, yeah, like that's, that's really, that's really, that, that is dangerous. That's, that's dangerous parental behavior. But to be that negligent of a baby, mm. like to have on noise canceling, I, I, I hate the sound of babies crying. Like part of me kind of gets <laughs> I hate it. babies. Like, no, you yeah, know, I hate it. <laughs> That's why I don't have none. That's why I ain't got none. Okay. Because I don't I hate the sound of babies. I fucking high. hate the youth. The youth annoys the, the fuck out of me. I hate these kids. <laughs> Not responsible just for a goddamn outside, thing. Outside, on my balcony, just shaking my fist. Yeah, on my fucking yard. Well, we live here. We're your children, Dad. Get the bitch. fuck off it. I don't give a fuck. We're in the courtyard. But the noise is weekend. in my apartment, you sons of bitches. Pulls out a megaphone like, right. I said get off my lawn. Um, Yes. Dangerous behavior for a parent, for sure. Very negligent. Absolutely. Weird for her to hindsight being twenty twenty. Weird for her to take the baby without saying nothing, to teach him a lesson or to scare him a little bit. To like, hey, here's because she was on that was some petty shit to do at the end of the day. It's very petty. It was yeah. very not once again. Like I said, like I'm, I can be petty. Um, so part of me kind of gets that level of petty. Um. But yeah, that was kind of weird for her to do, like hindsight being twenty twenty, because even though he was being negligent and uh, partaking in dangerous parental activities by just not fucking paying any attention to your screaming, crying baby, mm. the panic, anxiety that he probably had, and still doesn't mean that he doesn't have a love for his child or he doesn't love That's, his child. Yeah, like it's like. Where the fuck is the baby? Like, right? What is gonna happen? Like, and what that might have put? Oh him my through? god! And I've destroyed. I lost um, my my I child. Could, like, I could go to jail. Like, ah, like you know, like that type, whatever. Now, one argument could be made that if she saw him beating that child when she looked in the window and came home early, and beating? then she, yeah, yeah, beating oh. the child, and she came home. I'm sorry. <laughs> Yeah, we yeah, like this. <laughs> yes. Uh, yes, the child, absolutely. Yeah. A little baby in a full Nelson, like a little, yeah. like a tiny full Nelson. Yeah. <laughs> um. <laughs> and y'all said that shit with all, with all serious. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I gotta. I'm sorry for derailing conversation. <laughs> no, you're good. Um, uh, if she saw him neglecting the child in a violent fashion and she kidnapped the child, I wouldn't think that that was kidnapping because the function of that was to get the child away from a dangerous abuser. Yeah. So if that was what the, so, so maybe you could make the argument that a parent, I mean, but parents, all, all parents allow some level of, of yelling and screaming and crying from there. Like that's a, that's a common thing. That's not necessarily universally considered to be, neglect there like sometimes know, you, what is it the there, there's the there's argument that the it self, is the self-soothing method of how to raise your child right um, now there's arguments that that maligned, is neglectful yeah. but generally yeah. speaking it's not considered universally to be neglectful. some level you're correct so like especially if the husband said no I, I never let her cry i take care of her we agree this is how we work like you don't let a child sit there and cry it's bad for the it's psychologically traumatizing blah 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 you know, she's, shitting, she's sitting in a shitty diaper and developing a rash. If we want to call that abuse and her kidnapping the child is actually just her taking back custody from a dangerous, like neglectful, abusive parent. Cool. But that doesn't seem like what the situation necessarily was. It seems like it was more about retribution, about creating fear and panic. So. Yep. Petty. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, that I, don't know. I, just, I just feel like. So I ultimately agree with Eddie and Josh, but I will say that like there's there's some level of I I feel extremely strongly not even necessarily about like the crying aspect of it, but the the 
the fact that you were sleeping and actively trying to like drown it out so that you could sleep mm. like like children get into anything and i don't know how old this child was i don't know if that was four dated. For, yeah like children can get into anything man shit can happen like mm. child gone passed away yeah. that baby flip over the wrong way or some shit I mean, baby choke on something somebody like, kidnapped your like, baby that. while you was while you were asleep that's what like, i'm saying like, that's right what like like somebody was able to you was physically the fuck come out. Somebody to your house remove the baby the shit and you were surprised <laughs> like, oh, you're so right. i think i'm so, more yeah. along the lines of thinking that your level of irresponsibility borders on negligence just due to you sleeping not not because like the baby was crying specifically right like if the baby was silent and it was still that situation like i would still probably feel the same way i do ultimately agree with with you both but like i do think there's have a bit of a conversation though I, I, i don't know maybe that's maybe that's me but but maybe that's me being too permissive because i'm like sometimes you know, having a baby can be fucking like you said, Josh. You hate babies. Like having a fucking baby is some babies, difficult but... shit. You abhor young child, young humans. Can I you feel like? Hey, 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 Eddie. Can you like cut in the part where he said like I hate children? I mean, I hate babies. Like, like he's like I, I don't said, hate babies, I and he's like crying. I hate babies crying. <laughs> no, you hate. He said you hate and... the sound of babies. That's actually more extreme than saying you hate crying babies because it's like you hate the sonic existence of children. Oh, you like, niggas saying cuckoo, cuckoo and shit, and you just like fuck like motherfucker, motherfucker, shut the fuck up. That's not even English. We speak yeah. American in this household. Oh, stupid ass baby talking about some goo goo gaga. What the fuck? Nah, does that mean? bro. Oh, see, now now you're not now you're not being fair. Okay. Yeah, because okay. that was off the record. Okay. <laughs> okay. Okay. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I apologize. No. No. It's fuck. It's set. It's fucking four cameras going, and this nigga said it's off the record. <laughs> right. That was off the record. No. 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 I have a. I have a. I have a weird relationship. Like I, that's why. Once again, that's why I don't have. This is, he explained it why. I know. I know. This I know. I got a weird relationship with me. <laughs> <laughs> There's a lot of nuance to the situation. Babies just as like a social class, they really be on some fuck shit. They need to understand their privilege. I'm just there's a lot of microaggressions. This baby was really mean, oh, mugging, bro. He, he had to cook out. Come on, man. Having a full okay. argument with him. I love babies. No, no, like, bro, like y'all know I don't be working so good all the time. Oh shit, bro. <laughs> hey, they're my soft-headed friends. They're the oh, best. Shit. I love them. No. No, man. No, but. Oh gee, I can't even I can't even fucking talk because I'm it's, just, it's not gonna come out right. Didn't just let it come out wrong, man. You're good. And then y'all gonna roast my ass oh, for another shit. like uh yeah. <laughs> that's got what Albert, oh, wife has got tears coming down his eyes and shit. <laughs> oh shit. Like I got a weird relationship with babies. I got a weird relationship so deviant. What the fuck? <laughs> What the fuck did the babies do? I know, oh, like shit. No, oh, no, fuck. I I don't hate babies. Just the existence of babies. <laughs> and if anybody hates babies, just goddamn eugenics, Eddie Overgold. But anyway, that's a fact. That's a fact. Um, <laughs> it's just oh shit noise, <sighs> like external noise. Mm. Dogs barking, babies crying, like fucking yeah. neighbors playing loud ass music. <clears throat> Whatever, like that shit. I'm like, that's my that's my inner old ass nigga. Yeah, like, yeah. I've been a I've been an old Turn man since the second grade, bro. Like my teachers you, in the second grade called me an old man all the way up until I was in high school, my nigga. I don't know exactly what it is. I just got an old ass spirit. I don't fucking know. Motherfucker in recess, like y'all need to cut that shit down. Goddamn that it. shit down. God, 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 all this walking be doing. The ro- man, y'all need to rick. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> shut it down. <laughs> shut it all down but you know no because what i think what i was getting at was i think that having children is really difficult and really stressful yes. and really exhausting and yes. i know it's probably on some male privilege shit to be like yeah well, women have to deal with it too and da, 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 da. i think women also experience those moments of being you know neglectful not having enough energy and being like Fuck, i just have to sleep like i just i just i need a fucking nap like yeah. i don't not love my kid i don't want my kid to fucking die 
but fuck, I gotta, I gotta get into CVS. I gotta get Bro. some cold medicine. I don't have time to take this baby out of the car seat. It's gonna be two fucking seconds. I'm so, exhausted. So, and I feel like that kind of shit happens. So I was time. with you. I was with you till you said this car seat shit. But like, I'm, yes, but I'm, I'm it, happy to leave that in there because I think I think it's part I th- of my I think argument. You're, I, yeah. I think you're fine. But like, I personally think that that's like I draw a line at certain things. Like, yeah, letting letting your baby cry for a couple minutes cool why you gather yourself why you use so like for example like i like i say all the time we um you know my sister my sister has has six children i am very happy to have been intricately involved in the in the raising of like the oldest three um so like it was it was very difficult at points and like even more so difficult even though you know i'm not there but like uh like when i go there like just seeing like the level of exhaustion because we have like yeah. there are twins in the family now like the two youngest ones are twins so like my sister said like there was a huge portion of her life when like she could never use the bathroom alone you know what i mean like yes. like yeah. like that kind of stuff so like yeah, if I'm, you're doing it by yourself it's yeah and that and that's what i was gonna say oh, wait, she was, had, she, was she no yeah. she wasn't she has an excellent support okay, system yeah. you know like you yeah, know okay. again like i said well, I mean, sorry but, i meant um like unpartnered no but no, yes. like, 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 you know, her, her, um, you know, my brother-in-law has been there the entire, I know, I like, I've said okay, this okay, before cool. too, but I've known my brother-in-law yeah. my entire life. Like my brother-in-law has like, has like held me as a child. Um, that kind yeah. of shit. Wow. He's a, Damn. he's um, a, yeah. he's a, he's a neighborhood guy. Um, didn't mean to imply otherwise. I don't even know why I said that. No, but I was, but you, you bring that up because I was actually going to go that I was going to say that like, even, even with the support system, my sister had like with my other sister, with like, um, my brother-in-law's mother, like my brother-in-law himself, me at points, um like it was still it still got to a point where it was particularly like difficult to 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 manage you know what i mean so like yes i agree that you take those certain points but there's also lines to that shit and i think that this crosses a line especially when like per her the guy wasn't wasn't participating in housework like he wasn't working he wasn't doing anything else so my whole and and like i would i would almost wager that as soon as she got home like that he was like thrusting that child into mm. her arms mm. so it's yeah. like my nigga why are you so tired like what like what's your excuse True. like what like what's your excuse my nigga yeah. um, he's lazy because there are because there are a lot of people that again like if you're ha- yeah, if you have lazy even, it takes even just one tired, child so. yeah that's what I'm saying. E- e- like even just one child with no support system is a lot but like mm. my nigga come on come on yeah it's like a couch there's was... people can move it easily one person can't move it at all Absolutely, shit. It takes a village to goddamn move that couch. Um, there was one uh, study I saw like uh, about a year ago. It might have been like Scot- Scotland, Finland, or some very uh, Scandinavian, uh, Nordic yes, type, shit. type. You know, people. Yeah. You know, but this method of child rearing that they have works has has mm. clinically, psycho- psychologically been proven to work. Stories. Mm. Hmm? I love these African proverb stories, like where we talk about like a far off land, and we go yeah. like, you know, with the people of <laughs> Saskatchewan, yes. and then we tell some shit, yeah, and right. we don't, you know, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> they've got it all figured out. You know, in Japan, they eat more fish, so they live to a thousand. Like, but so, but, but, but Japan is also like a a second. No, that is true. Thing to to this to the point I'm going to make um is with their kids for one, their society is so safe, like. You don't have to worry about somebody kidnapping your damn baby mm. or fucking with your child in some inappropriate manner. They can leave their kids like outside alone in the in like the stroller mm. for like a look for good. for a little while while the parents go off and do what they do. But even like if they're back at home, they don't always run to the kid whenever they cry, like over every little thing. Like they'll just let the baby cry out, but that also like just makes the baby become a little bit more independent. A little more self reliant, mm. and then but they're still like nurturing it. They're still nurturing and care for. It. But it's not like every time the baby cries, oh God, what's wrong? What's wrong? Wrong, oh, goodbye, baby. Go to fuck to sleep. Like you know what I'm saying? Like you, but right. They, Four months old. You're old enough to know how to fucking so, handle your goddamn self, yeah. bro. Like and that, come on. And that self soothing method. Off. That self soothing method has has lots of that was a joke like, by the way, folks. Like, like proponents. But my logic would be that I think it needs to start older, right? So, like, your four-month-old baby isn't necessarily, like, trying to work through their feelings, right? They're crying yeah, because, you. like, okay. they're they're crying because something's wrong. Emotional intelligence. Aspect. Yeah, they're not, you know what I mean? Like, they're, they're crying yeah. because, like, they're uncomfortable. They're hungry. They, you know what I'm saying? Like, they're reason, they're, re, like, four-month-old babies are, like, they're not in a self-actualization kind of phase. But some of them just be, just be, you know what I'm saying? Just be complaining, like. 
They fed. They've been white. You know what I'm saying? Like some babies are just more that crazy. Nah. Some of them just be complaining. I know. They do. Like that implies this, that this nigga got a complicated. He got a complicated relationship. With I got a complicated, got a complicated relationship babies, with babies, man. Somebody needs to check babies, man. We really live in a baby ar- baby archery. You know but what check I mean? this out though. They didn't check this shit. Is crazy man. They live in rent free and shit. How they really? In parts of Japan, right? Mm. They send their three-year-olds out to do errands. I never seen a three-year-old, but definitely sub eight for sure. Yeah, like Bro, that. That I've so some of that, a, some okay, of that okay. stuff, like those videos and stuff, were like doctored and all that kind of stuff. But Eddie's right. There is like a excuse me, Eddie and Josh, you're both right. They do have a um a really young age for like doing that. Um, versus like I'd say mainstream American society. I'd also wow. say I'd also say that mm. niggas in the hood was one hundred percent like doing right. like doing shit at eight. But again, that's not Fresh the cream, that's, a stick of butter. Loaf of bread, a container of milk, and a stick of butter. Oh yeah, one hundred percent like going to do that shit. I was paying the fucking I remember being terrified fucking eight and my mom used to send me in the city hall to pay the fucking water bill in person. She was like, I'm not getting out of this car. She was like, I'm just gonna circle. I'm finna circle the block, so oh, we don't gotta pay okay, for parking. Okay, okay. I thought she was at the house and you had to get to, down to the. Uh-huh. I was like, that's a lot. No, nah, she did drive down there. Okay. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's not as crazy of a story. She, she did know, drive down yeah. there. She, she was like, like, like that actually seems like a good exercise in a way to get a kid. That's like, mad you know. intimidating, though. That, I, oh, know what I'm saying, yeah. nigga. That's I'm like, like I'm being left alone at the all cash at the grocery store when she's bringing up the food. Your mom. Oh yeah. Oh man, I don't have any money. I don't even know how the economy works. I don't even have a job. Oh, I'm unemployed. <laughs> this not even for me. This stuff not even mine. I don't even I eat yogurt like that. I That's know. hers. It's bullshit. It's bullshit. I don't eat plums, nigga. Damn. Oh damn, they go make seven. me wash dishes because you see some shit on TV like <laughs> right, exactly. If only life really worked like that, you just go in there and you're like, look, man, I ain't got no money. I will stock the shelves for six hours if you let just me. Get, get throw I feel like that's a thing that had to have happened like in the past. Like for it to be like back in the seventies, I feel like that's a thing when they were like, "Well, get it's back too, there and wash some dishes." And you're work, right; you it's know? it's it's too prevalent in like older like pop culture representation for it not yeah. to have been like on some level a thing. I think yeah. so, because like people work for like room and board. People would be like, like I feel like you walk into a diner and go like, "Look, man, I need a job," and they go, "We don't got no money, but you know, we got an apartment upstairs that don't nobody use, so you know, you can." You know, you can eat a burger at the end of your shift and you can sleep up there and we'll give you that'll be your, you know, like, I feel like that really happened, you know? Yeah, absolutely. But that was yeah. when times were much simpler. Yeah, when you could actually kind of get everywhere. shit like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It was a crazy it fucking time. You could just goddamn disappear off the face of the planet. Nobody would know where the fuck you went. Yeah, exactly. man. Well, <clears throat> I think that's the end, folks. So look, uh, you know, if your partner can't distinguish between apologizing and uh, admitting guilt. You might be seeing a red flag, but at the same time, bro, you got a weird relationship with babies. It might be you that's waving the red flag. <laughs> it's been <laughs> waving the red flag. Look, we all we all waving some red flags. Hey, it's been know. waving the red flag podcast. It's been Eddie. It's been Alvin. It's been Josh. Um, we'll see y'all next week. Obviously, if you want the full podcast experience of the Discord, of the lives, of the um, of the bonus episodes, all that stuff, join us on Patreon. Uh, like, subscribe. Like, definitely do like. That shit helps us, you know, with the algorithm and that. We'll see you next week. Even comment. Just, just say comment. Keep it. Keep it respectful. Keep it respectful or disrespectful, mm-hmm. depending on who you talk to. You understand? But watch your mouths. We'll see you next week. Peace, peace, peace. My nigga really hit him with the whip. Time to be hitting that old dusty trail. <sighs>